See, I'm the only guy that talks numbers. I love this. Nobody else will even talk about it. Life's, I've said it's like a crazy ant in the basement. Hey, what's up? Um, so this is our first uh, foray into this. First, yeah, um, first, first entrance. We're doing it. Um, yeah. I want you all to know, everybody out there, though, this is, uh, we are currently eating the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Um, believe the hype? Believe the hype. Yeah. Run to your local Popeye's. Wherever your local Popeye's <laughs> may be, get there. It is certainly, certainly better than the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Um, and also, you can go there and install a clear conscience. Right, know, exactly. You can go there. You're eating non-gay hating <laughs> So, just know that. Um, and if you maybe think that it doesn't beat out the flavor, it definitely beats out the guilty conscience. Exactly. So, um, just want you to know that. But, so, we're not really sure what we're calling this, I guess, yet. Yeah. We talked about things, but we're not sure yet. But, so essentially, we're just going to be going back and forth, talking about movies, the entertainment industry, pop culture, stuff like that. Exactly. Um, pop culture, pop eyes, we're, we're <laughs> popping up, you know, that's, that's just how we're, that's how we're moving to 2019. Yeah. Um, so, welcome. Yeah. Should we tell them our names? Or is that... Yeah, we should definitely tell them our names. Yeah, yeah. Alright, well, I'm Kwame. You don't need to know my last name. <laughs> if you're listening out there, FBI. Um, I'm Scott Patrick Wilson. Oh, yeah. Um, you're professional. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone knows. Yeah. Um, yeah, we met in college down in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville. Yeah, we both live in New York. Yeah, we're definitely um, not going to say the college. We're definitely not going to. We're not giving them any lip service. No, um, none of that. Unless they get a Popeyes next campus. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> unless they swap out the Chick Fil A for the Popeyes. Popeyes. Um, yeah. It's so weird. I feel like colleges would have a Popeyes. Like their colleges would <laughs> have. I don't understand why so many colleges have Chick Fil A. Yeah. Is it just a southern thing? Let it us know. Have to, I, I haven't seen many I know multiple, like, Right. College. I know multiple yeah. universities in the south that have Chick-fil-A's. I feel like it just keeps the colored folk out. <laughs> if, you, if you have a Chick-fil-A over a Popeye's. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like white flight. It, it's, <laughs> exactly. it's like if we have a Chick-fil-A, they're, they're like, people are like, oh, we're not going. Oh, yeah, we're <laughs> Incredible. Somebody, somebody at TSU let us know if you have a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. I know MTSU has a Chick-fil-A. I know um, Belmont has a Chick-fil-A. I think Belmont has a Chick-fil-A. Belmont, yeah, Belmont has one. I don't know what Vanderbilt has. Probably just like a... Just they probably have like a three-course dining oh, yeah. plan. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, right. right. For Christmas dinner. Yeah. With, a, with a side of cocaine, probably. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we know the We're narrowing down where we went. Essentially, <laughs> you can figure it out. And if you know us, which you're listening to this, if you know us, you, you know where we went. Oh, but, you're you know, right. We totally just named like 18 <laughs> schools in Tennessee. No more. Yeah, it right. is either... It is either um, UT Martin, UT Chattanooga, UT Knoxville, or Fisk. Fisk. <laughs> or Fisk. Or Fisk. Yeah. I for, wow. No, I'm, forgive yeah. me. Forgive me. <laughs> Fisk. Um, yeah. Actually, probably the best university in Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. Certainly the most interesting. Yeah. And the most historically important one, probably. Yeah. So they, um, they got a couple check marks. Yeah. For sure. We didn't go to Fisk. But, <laughs> um, shout out to the Fisk Jubilee yeah. Singers, because yeah. um, yeah. they are amazing. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll, I guess we'll do a little do-do-do right here, a little yeah. some sound. Yeah. Um, or maybe not, maybe we'll just keep that in there. Maybe we'll just keep playing the same <laughs> section every single time. <laughs> just do that. Okay. Um, okay, so if you haven't, if you aren't on Twitter, see, I feel like I 
access the world through Twitter. And so when I like talk about things and people don't know what I'm talking about, I'm like, oh, you don't use Twitter. And that's right. I think this makes a really good dichotomy. Is I, I don't. I haven't been in school for a couple years and already. Yes, just a year. When did it's just graduate? a year. It's just a year. Holy it's, isn't that crazy? Shit, that's yeah. Wild. Yeah, our school started back yesterday, and yet, like last year, I didn't feel. I didn't miss it at all because I moved to New York right like like almost like the day after school started yeah and so I was like not even thinking about it but this time I was kind of like oh I wish I had like college ruled paper and pens and I was writing things but that's wild but it has only been a year yeah okay what were we just talking about I I completely (laughs) just (laughs) shifted my shit around we were talking about um so on Twitter yes Twitter has been just kind of ablaze with the Popeye chicken sandwich but also (laughs) conservative Twitter has been um, kind of melting down over this New York Times article. Um, it was it was the New York Times and their magazine portion uh, published this this kind of just massive piece called the 1619 Project, which was started by Nicole Hannah Johnson. That's her name. Yes, Nicole Hannah Johnson. She's on Twitter as at N. Hannah Jones. Oh, it's Jones. Nicole Hannah Jones. Um, She's on Twitter as at N. Hannah Jones. Mm -hmm. And um, it's essentially this piece that claims that the U.S. was started when the first slaves were brought to the United States as opposed to in 1776 when they signed um, whatever documents they signed to make us the United States. Essentially saying that, like, the U.S. has always been the U.S. because of its relationship to race, slavery, and black people. Mm -hmm. So, of course, white people, and I mean conservatives, which they all kind of cross, yeah, right, cross over into that pool together, Mm -hmm. um, have just kind of been losing their minds over that claim. And the thing that's frustrating about it is that the piece is this expansive thing. There's like, and she got a bunch of, um, there's theologians, there's um, um, uh, academics, there are artists, there's so many things about it that are, it's just this really expansive piece that is in honor of black people. And also truly there's like a sense of a love of country in it. The whole claim is that like, you cannot separate the, the, the values of America from black people because black people made the values of life, liberty, happiness come true. Um, Cause those were essentially false when they were um, stated by, you know, our founding fathers. Um, so it's this really like expansive piece that is, is very, complex and large and clearly not able to be commented on within just two seconds of seeing the title, but, you know, New Gingrich had to get on Twitter and (laughs) jump out the window um, on Twitter. Um, Old people are showing their ass recently. Not to say old people to generalize, but they are showing out recently. So, I'm I'm cool to say that I'm a pretty... I'm, I'm I'm not super in tune with politics all the time. It feels like I'm seeing a different pol- like I didn't realize that there were that many politicians, you know, because like right. I, I start scrolling down my, my Google feed and there's a different person's name saying some dumb shit yeah. every single day. It's every like, day. where are all of them coming from? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I gotta vote. And that's, that's, the, that's the moral of the story. You Go do. Vote. You yeah. certainly do. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, who the hell is, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's crazy too that like there are people who have it's just, just such a massive platform that have no qualms just throwing out the first 140 characters that they yeah. have and not even, like, thinking, maybe I'm going to get ratioed and maybe I'm going to get dragged. <laughs> like, I guess I just don't understand, 
like the people like obviously their opinions are bad and they should adjust those but even just like surface level like how can you be so dumb to just say the first thing that comes it's to your impulsive. mind on the, yeah. yeah it's so impulsive and it's it's bad it's it's quite bad and they haven't read it either it's so clear that they haven't like read it i mean there's there's too many pieces in there for them to to have read it right and, and not only that but like they're written by different people it's right. it's assembled it's uh, it's like it's it's this crafted piece so it's like even even if you have oh my gosh chill out so even if like you're approaching one of these these pieces like you have to look at it in totality yeah and it, it needs to be digested and you yes. need to go and sort of live these words a little bit because like like as a black person these these things were you know hitting certain nerves you know and you would have to assume that like it's it's gonna hit different things for them as well but you, that, that process right. needs to needs to occur right like new gingrich had something to say quicker about this than he's ever had to say about flint michigan you know what i mean Which it's is like it? it's like you have something to say about black people loving and valuing themselves and their response to this country but you have nothing to say about them when they actually need your help you know yeah it's like how you it's, don't connect those dots and right say, oh, this is kind of certainly yeah so it's it's a hot mess. I if you don't have Twitter, download it Definitely. now. <laughs> I, I guess that's that's direct. It's yeah, and it's all over the place, yeah. and it's just it's it's disheartening because also you see like the amount of effort and truly like love of country that this woman has to make this project and just kind of say like you cannot divorce yourself from this history, exactly. you know, um, and that's not I, she's not even claiming like we hate this country because of this, you know, it's just certainly like, uh, yeah, I don't, it's, it's a mess. It is. And I mean, I've only read one of the pieces in there, but just what I've seen of the format, the way that each essay or, or whatever it is that the person has decided to make for it, it's also accompanied with a piece of art as right. well. Barry um, Jenkins has a, a short fiction piece in it. And that's a bit more reason for me to just like really dig deep yeah. into this. It's like you, you have so many great minds in here working together and collaborating on something. Yeah, like you were saying, like this is clearly a love for something in order to put this much time, passion, and emotion into something, and you should respond accordingly by digesting it properly. And I, one of the things that popped up as far as news was this idea of blaming video games for mass shootings and how some networks are going to start cutting down on tobacco use in in movies and this is something like i would love to get your opinion on too is why right like why are we giving like like certain things this much power and you know and when when anybody is presented with any sort of art any sort of like stimulation to that part of your core it needs to be digested it needs to be worked around in your brain needs to be massaged in there you can't just look at somebody smoking you can't just look at somebody talking about our history and right. not live with it for right. a minute because like it's it's communication like right. this, this is how we've been interacting with each other since the dawn of man this is how we've gotten thus far is by living these words that people have been telling us you know and not just taking it at face value like if you were to if you were to just like start smoking just based off seeing it in a movie then 
Like that's that's on you. That's not yeah, on, that's right. not on the on the entertainment. That's yeah. not on the. You're already predisposed to something that makes you want to do it. Exactly. You know. Well, the other thing too about that is it's like there's also just so much evidence of like. Because the people who are claiming that it's video games, that it's movies, that it's whatever, are mostly conservatives. But it's ironic that, like, the place that I remember most being, like, viewing guns and viewing violence as cavalier was from, like, conservative news media, was from, like, military advertisements, was from, like, seeing, like, magazines about guns, which are supported by the NRA. You know, it's like, the people who make that type of thing cavalier are the people who want more guns, you know? There's not a single media or a video game or a movie or anything that glorifies that in the essence of I want to harm people. There is some greater narrative about the, th- the, the thing, thing of violence, exactly. the thing of guns, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, the most, like, the thing that I can remember most is, like, reading All Quiet on the Western Front, which is, like, this epic war novel, you know what I mean? But essentially it is about how violence and war is harmful to humanity and how we don't need it, you know? Just because the existence of the thing in media does not mean that it is supporting that That thing. thing. But it's the same people who think that a gay person on the new Proud Family TV show is going to turn all other kids gay. It's like the same people who think that also think that violence begets violence in real life. And it's it's just not true. And it's it's honestly sad, you know? That's I don't know. Outrageous. I don't think we needed that movie, The Hunt, anyway, no, but it yeah. did get canceled. <laughs> it did get it did get cut. It, it did, did it looked bad, but it, it, and I don't think we needed it whatever for any reason, but, but it did get cut because of that. And yeah. so I don't know, and I, that hurts me for Hillary Swank because it she does. deserves she, so much better. <laughs> how her career like Okay. Maybe maybe this is conspiracy theory. Okay. When a woman Wins a uh, wins wins an uh, Academy Award. Academy Award. Yes. Do, what do you think the next the trajectory for, of that? Right. Yeah. It's like for a lot of people that's a launching pad, and for many people it's, it's like it's, uh, it's the end. Yeah. It's like where has um, how Marie, Marion Cotillard been? Yes. Right. You know. Yeah. The yeah the only people that I feel like can survive. That's one of the reasons I don't want Amy Adams to win an Academy Award because it's like if she wins, then what happens? Okay. <laughs> it's like if she's if she's just at the precipice every time, then ultimately she has the best, consistently highest career of all time. Okay. You know what I mean? Even though she never actually wins, because then there's not the risk of her like falling off and making like Fast Nine. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's true. That's fair. But hear me out. Amy Adams has the has a more battle tested career though yeah, versus somebody of like. Hilary Swank when she was working with Clint Eastwood. Right. Or Halle Berry when she was fucking Billy Bob Thornton oh in Monsters Ball. Yeah, I know. Sick I shit. Yeah. 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 Halle Berry is an Academy Award winner. She is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we trust Amy Adams at this point. Yeah, like, that's true. She can go do Man of Steel and then come back and give us a She little, elevates know? everything she works on, you know? It's like Man of Steel is like, okay, but she elevates it. Sure? It might still be no. it might still be a three out of ten, but it was a two out of ten before she got there. That's fair. Before right. she got on set. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. All right. All right. That, I, Amy, if you're listening, um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, say hey. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> say hey. Shout us out. <laughs> yeah. So it's just. I mean, there's there is so much about. I mean, the media and cancel culture and cutting things that. I yeah. That it's a it's a complex topic. It it. 
there's a thing about cancel culture that I buy into, and there's a thing about it that I don't buy into. Um, certainly, that is affected by my experience in life, but you know, I, I, I still support the, the the hunt not existing, <laughs> no matter what it took to, for it to not exist. I support you it. Support whatever yeah. it is to get us there. Yes, yes. I, I did the not hunt need has that. Been hunted. Yes, and I mean, I think didn't Trump have a have a anime or something? He like tweeted something. Yeah. He like tweeted something about I I haven't blocked on Twitter, but I heard that he tweeted something. Nice, nice. That's yeah. a that's a power move. That's it certainly move. is. Engaged. It is very much a power move. Yeah. Um, I just see people quote tweet him on Twitter. Um, this is something that needs to stop. All of you need to stop quote tweeting him and slam dunking on him because <laughs> all that you're doing is just, you're just putting him on everyone else's timeline. Yeah. And the jokes are not funnier than the last one I saw or uh-huh. original. Uh-huh. Um, so cancel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancel, yeah, yeah. cancel your, your quote tweets of Donald Trump. Yeah, you guys already got the hunt, so now you guys can cancel. <laughs> right, that's what I'm canceling. Yes. Okay. So we're talking about Booksmart, which I loved. I don't yeah. know. I, mean, I, was, I was a big fan of Booksmart. I was obsessed with well. it. I've seen it twice. And that's, that's weird for me because I, like, I love movies, passionate about movies, but I'm broke as shit. And <laughs> ever since, yeah, exactly. Ever since Movie Pass just kind of turn into a shit show you know it's when movie pass canceled itself exactly (laughs) (laughs) it did its due diligence and went out to pasture um but when it comes to like wanting to see a movie twice like i I have to be thoroughly entertained right and you know book smart definitely checked a lot of those boxes off um a lot of people are comparing it to the super bad which i guess just because it's because it's it, cause teens it's, doing things. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Like it's, oh, they go to parties. Right. It's a teen going to a party, therefore it is like super bad. Yeah. So what the right. fuck is that? <laughs> Were no movies made before super What is right. super bad? Right, right, right. God. It's like super bad was maybe, was maybe original in a way, but also like, like nothing's original. Anyway, it, it wasn't very like much like super bad in any way. Reference. Really. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, and that's it. Um, but as far as those two. But as, as far as uh, Booksmart is concerned, I I really, really liked what, um, what what's her name? What's the director of that movie? Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. I really love Olivia Wilde's work as far as her acting. Um, I think that she did great in, fuck, I was going to say um, Newsroom. That is not her in that movie. That's fucking <laughs> Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. Yeah, right. Oh, damn. They like look similar, right? Kinda. Is that true? I know they have the same name, but they look similar, yeah, right? Yeah, but like, no? Olivia Munn can't act, and I think that's oh, <laughs> that's the thing, though. And it's like, I kind of feel really bad for even putting that dirt on uh, Olivia Wilde's name. My bad. We're essentially bad, boosting up Olivia Wilde by, by shitting, shitting on other Olivia Olivia's. Munn, and that's fucked up. That um, is. We what's another, what's that. another Olivia that we can shit on? Not Coleman. Not Coleman. No, 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 no. God, no. She deserves everything. What's yes. another, who's another? Olivia Newton-John, sis. Yeah, we, we, can, we can get Olivia Newton-John the fuck yeah, out of here. That's yeah, yeah. Okay, so Olivia yeah. Wilde feels better now. Yeah. But yeah, she did good things with this. She did. Yeah, with yeah. this movie, I think. Um, I'm trying to remember. Did she write? Anna? No, there was like just five there accredited five. writers. Yeah. I think it went through like, it's, I mean, it's like a classic comedy. Like, they just yeah. went through like so many writers. Um, which I think you could feel. There were, it, the, the movie just essentially felt like large sections of like kind of different feels in a way yeah. I would say which I think is due to there being a lot of writers I don't think that necessarily made it a problem it just definitely you could feel that and I saw it like four times so I could feel yeah. that every time every time I went again it felt it felt more separated I think um, 
but I mean, I think the two lead performances like carry you through it all, and I think that Absolutely. that's a credit to them, seriously. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as like performances that I've seen this year, I think those were some of the most, I mean, some of the most fun. Yeah, like I felt like by by the end of the movie, you feel like you were hanging out with them. Yeah, and that's yeah. Yeah, that's and really good I these two really brand new, fresh faced actors. Yeah, for real. Um, I definitely think that whenever good comedies happen, it revives the conversation of like, why do comedy performances never get nominated for Academy Awards? Mm-hmm. I think I need comedy writers to understand that like, character is still something that matters. Like, it can't just be like joke based the entire way like there has to be an essence of like the actor being in a full character you know because a lot of that performance just felt like Beanie Feldstein and Caitlin Dever like being themselves being those characters for sure and they I'm that's it's not a a, like a a jab to like their performances but it's like there's this new the new tv show politician that's coming out with Ben Platt it's like you can tell that that character is like an elevated character and it's like he's going into that it's still comedy and you can tell from the trailer it's going to be funny but I think that there just needs to be a level of like someone morphing into a character that is entirely different from themselves to like get that recognition for an Academy Award. I mm-hmm. think. I think that's why Leonardo DiCaprio spent so like long not getting his due is because it's yeah. like until The Revenant, he really didn't like go there in anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, and that's I, I think that goes back to why I kind of want um, Amy Adams to get her flowers too while she can. Yeah. Right. You know because. She goes in every time. She does. And I, and I don't want her to have to keep doing these biopics, having to be these old-ass dudes. <laughs> yeah, like, right, right, right. It's like, come on. Just yeah. give her her shit so she can go, you know, yeah. go keep talking to aliens. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And so it's it's really it's a really good movie, and it's very entertaining. It's very funny. Um, I It's one of the funniest movies I have ever seen, to be honest. Um, mm. um, but it didn't do super well at the box office. It didn't do like bad. It definitely made money, yeah. but I think that they were expecting it to be like super bad, in that it was going to be this super low budget movie that then made like a hundred yeah, million dollars. Yeah, I, I think, in the box I think that was mostly how it was it was marketed. Yeah. Was um. Yeah. Right. And so it didn't do that. And I guess I kind of wonder, like, so then this past week the movie Good Boys came out, and it is apparently like the highest grossing original comedy movie in. I don't. It was this very specific number one thing that I was kind of like, who cares? People but we'll make a record for any any combination of those like right, words. The, right. Yeah. It's like the number one movie with three people that three are people under the under age it. of fifteen. It's like what okay, the fuck are yeah, you right. About? And so I think the thing that bothered me about my experience at these movies is, that, like I said, I saw Booksmart in theaters four times, and when I went, there was like no one there. It was usually an empty theater. Yeah, it was very empty every time. But then when I went and saw Good Boys, I saw it like opening weekend. I saw I saw Booksmart twice on opening weekend and it was pretty empty both times. And then Good Boys, there was like 120 people there and they were all like 40-year-old men. For Good Boys. For Good Boys. Okay. And the thing that bothered me about the conversation around Booksmart was that like it got this kind of like this movie is for like 18 to 25-year-old girls. And it's like... Yeah. It's for everybody. I understand that, like, it's going to attract more of those people, mm-hmm. but, like, how does a movie about three literal sixth graders attract 40 year old men? Uh, but yeah, this that, movie. That, that gets a little hairy. Just, yeah. Just <laughs> it just. It, it automatically just makes me be like, why will y'all go see this movie where there are anal beads in the trailer, yeah, but y'all like won't they... go see this 
this movie that Annapurna released. It's like, it, it almost makes me wonder, it's like the indie film people mm. are the people who did me dirty. You know what I mean? And I mean, that's yes. what hurts the most, I think. Because Good Boys was definitely marketed like more like super bad. It was like yeah. this big blockbuster summer hit movie. Yeah. And Booksmart felt more like an indie, you know? Truly. And so Truly. it's the people who I hold dearest, I feel like betraying me the most. I mean, I think, I th- and I think this is a really interesting point that you bring up here, too. And I think that we should like really, really hit this one. Part. I'm taking another bite of this sandwich. Yeah, oh, yeah, let the people know. Keep going. Yeah, play by play. Um, this was Olivia Wilde's first movie, right? Right. Like her first her movie. Debut that she, um, I'm assuming that, yeah, it had to have been done pretty low budget. They, yeah. They wanted to really make sure that they were going to get something out of it, which I had, which I don't really understand because like she she's a solid name too. Like, yeah, right. I feel like that would have. She's also connected. Exactly. You know exactly. So I'm sure maybe this is after this would be a launching pad into more projects for her. But yeah, with the first movie, I it's, it did respectable and yeah. it, it did well critically and hopefully they can get a push to even get her uh, Golden Globe nomination. Yeah, so it's it going to be in those mid level awards category yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's exciting because hopefully with that attention being put back on it towards the uh, latter end of the year, it'll get a little bit more, a little bit more play. <clears throat> but with this movie, I don't even know who it was directed by. But that really, um, with Good Boys, I don't even know right. who it was directed by. But I really didn't need to in order to know exactly what kind of movie I certainly didn't yeah. want to see. That's yeah, that because makes sense. A great, a, you're walking down you're walking into the subway. The first thing you see, blasted in your face, these bright ass LED lights, these three short ass yeah, kids right. looking up. Mm-hmm. And it's like right above them it's talking about how it's produced by the dudes that did sausage party, this is yeah. the end and fucking It's a Seth neighbor. Rogan it's a Seth Rogan. Yeah, it's a movie. Seth it's like, oh, well, this movie's going to kill. Right. Of course this movie's going to kill. Right. The amount of money that they're putting behind it, right. this is what they're expecting to recoup tenfold. So right. it's like, <clears throat> I like I was interested in seeing Booksmart, but that was word of mouth for me right. as to why I saw it. Like, we, we just happened to be up here and that, it took us. That's the thing that's so interesting to me about it, too, is, like, it really speaks to how, like, marketing matters but like at the end of the day if people want to see it they're going to see it because there were so many high profile people on twitter being like go see booksmart like Mm -hmm. so many celebrities taylor swift who wouldn't even say please don't vote for bigots (laughs) until this year was out here telling people to go see booksmart you know but people didn't go see it and so it's just kind of insane to me how like there's so much money on movies is spent on marketing, and at the end of the day, if people want to see it, they're going to see, see it. it, and if they don't, they're not going to. It doesn't matter who tells them to see it, you know. I, it's it, it's crazy. Both of them are are fun movies. They're very fun. Good Boys was so funny. The guy who plays Lucas in that movie is already a star. I already can feel it. Jacob Tremblay, whatever, great, right? <laughs> yeah. Go see Room. Honestly, like I don't know. But the, the kid who plays Lucas is so funny in this movie, Kwame. Like, you got you got to see it. When I it was dead. Out? It, out it came out that, this past weekend, I think. Okay. It, I mean, it ha- I think it had to have come out this past weekend. Yeah, they, there we got the whole yeah. listing of it. This is just, things. I guess, me saying go see everything. Yeah, go watch <laughs> Support everything. Yeah. Because your dollars do matter. I think that's something that people don't get now is, like, even though we're in this age of, like, Netflix and stuff, like, 
you, movies you gotta, you are yeah the things that are defined as successful are the things that make money on their opening weekend yeah. and so like if you want to see more things like x y and z you have to You'll support see. those things on their opening weekend because for real like if they don't do well on their opening weekend they will stop marketing for that thing the mm. monday after the opening weekend and mm. then it will die exactly and yeah. so i yeah i think i just my my thing is go see things mm. that you want to see more of i mean yeah now more than ever probably numbers numbers matter to everybody yeah you know so anything that these people who work in marketing can say this did this number one first like that that matters to them that's like an award to them whether that's movies music whatever like that first week whatever yeah it is super pertinent to to that person's future honestly in a lot of ways because that's how a director can make a second movie is based on a, a performance in the box office especially that uh those first couple months yeah so if you want anal beads representation go see good boys yeah 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 and more more kids more kids in movies more kids with anal beads yes <laughs> quote me <laughs> okay um what's what's next oh i guess we could just like, each talk about like our favorite things that we've seen this summer yeah okay cool i need to think about that for a second all right so i will i'll, I'll, get, I'll get right into it I, i'm not scared man so like I said before, I've been super broke, and I'm kind of just waiting for a lot of these movies to hit me on Blu-ray so I can buy those. And honestly, the movie that I'm most excited to see is The Lighthouse coming out later this year. So oh. I'm, I'm, saving, I'm saving my pennies, <laughs> pinch my pennies hard for that movie. But some of the movies I saw this year saw John Wick Three, which was which is a great summer movie, a lot of fun. I saw. Zach Garfron being a, a serial killer. That movie was fucking terrible. And I would love to tell you every single way that it's terrible since I remember the other movies that I saw this year. Once he finishes saying the name of the movie out loud, which will take him multiple minutes. M multiple minutes, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Ex extremely, extremely wicked, wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. There's like, too who, many adjectives. Who the fuck? There's too many adjectives in this title. And I don't want to see uh, John Malkovich just like use that as the kicker at the end of the movie it's like yeah he's a serial killer we all knew it i don't care if you're trying to convince me otherwise in this movie right like oh, I, I hate that fucking movie um also uh, climax uh -huh. by gaspar noe great movie uh dark daddy very weird yeah <laughs> super dark um that movie sat with me for a minute um I have to watch it again. I got to revisit every movie that he's made. I've either had to stop in the middle of or see a priest or a confession because those movies, yeah, they, they stick with you. It's weird. Um, yeah, but I think out of out of those four movies that I've seen this year in theaters, um, yeah, John Wick Three is probably John Wick movie. Three. The John Wick series, like just sit on that line of like is this garbage but i'm having the most fun exactly and that's 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 the best part of it, it yeah like, it's it is everything that you loved about action movies right keanu reeves yeah in an action movie like i'm getting speed vibes but like it's like he doesn't have to try to act anymore it's like they're just having him kick and shoot shit now yeah you know and he's a treasure shout out to keanu reeves <laughs> Bill and Ted were waiting for the for the new one. I am, yeah. So, how are you feeling? What are your movies? Um, this summer has been 
summers are never amazing for me just because like i'm not really a big yeah. blockbuster yeah, person blockbuster. i have gone and seen a lot of them yeah. hobbs and shaw was wild was it it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't very i'm good it was definitely a lot of fun yeah i, I also saw definitely... dark phoenix um okay. i'm a i'm an x-men stan okay. i have been forever they're the only comics i've ever read i don't know why yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure why I love the X Men so much. I mean, it's it's like just high school. With, yeah, with, it's with it's just. I I think I just love like high school. I think I just love like teen things. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just do. I'm I love teen Tiger horror. Me. Yeah, I love teen. <laughs> I love teen horror. I mean, I just it, for some reason I just have always loved the X Men. Um, maybe it was because uh, I had the biggest crush on Jean Grey from the Hell the yeah. first like trilogy. She, she was bad when um yeah, yeah, yeah. she uh Famke Jansen is her name. Uh which yeah, what kind know. of Viking ass family do you have for your name to be Famke, Famke. girl? But uh, uh love it. She yeah. has to be at least six eleven. She is so tall. Jesus Christ. She's so tall. I don't even know how, but uh but yeah. Um so I saw a lot of I saw a lot of things this summer, but I think my favorite things that I saw were like indie movies um mm, represent yeah uh if you can find a way to see last black man in san francisco um it was like definitely the most memorable film visually i've ever seen like i still will just be walking down the street and think of shots from that movie which is just the fact of it being evocative is powerful in, in itself you know what i mean because mm. especially i feel like there is such a with blockbusters, it's like everything visually is like watered down, and there's like no style. And then in indie, it's like some things are so out there that it's like this is almost like overwhelming. I can't grasp this. Yeah. This movie was just so like, I don't know. It was just very. Um, I I can't even. I don't even know how like words to describe it. It was just so good, and the performances were amazing. Um, the script was really cool, and like. I, it just was one of the most unique films I've seen in a very long time. And who, uh, who directed it? Um, uh, here, 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 here. He Joe Talbot. It was a product of the um, the uh, Sundance Labs. Okay. He like was in the Sundance Labs, and this was like his movie that he made from that, which is insane. That's super great. Um, so props to him. The, yeah, the performances were just like super good, and mm. it was really great. Shout out to Sundance Labs. Right. Shout well, out to them. Yeah. Um, uh, put us in them. Uh, <laughs> but then also, I saw um, that Toni Morrison documentary, The Pieces I Am, which was so oh, good. I, um, I went home in July, and I just went to the Bell Court like four times. Shout out to the Bell Court. Really, please, please come up to New York. The Bell Court is the theater back in Nashville, the independent theater. And, uh, spent, it, a lot of, spent a lot of great nights. A there. lot of time. A lot of time there. Um, and for half as much money as I do in New York. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it was just a great documentary. I have recently got, I mean, like in the past year, have really just like started loving documentaries a lot more. And this one was just a very good one. I saw a documentary the night before at the Bell Court that I won't name that was not good. And so it, it was like great to see like a documentary that was good and be like, this is what makes a good documentary. And it is something that like, it grounds the person, the subject in its history, but also its modern relevance, but doesn't feel like we're trying to pull things out of their narrative to make them important, if that makes sense. 
I'm, I'm sure it does make sense, but I would also love to know the name. I feel like that really <laughs> it was the it was the Pavarotti documentary. Oh, it was okay. the, yeah. It was like it was just kind of there was it just felt like it could have been on A and E if that makes sense. Like it just felt yeah. kind of like salacious in a way. Like there was just things that were brought up that I was like, or like the Whitney Houston documentary, which crushed me that it was so like salacious in a lot of ways. Like there were just moments in it where it felt like they were like, it's, it's a little weird. Stay to tuned for the big reveal, and it was just like this is not. This is not honorable no, to the person is, it is about, yeah, is, you know? Yeah, and I think thought. it's just, it's also very, like, um, timely, especially that she, like, passed really recently. And, like, it's just crazy to me that that happened right then. And then she, you know, she passed. And so it just is a really, it was really great. And I want to buy it on yeah. DVD. And it, it was, it was just beautiful. Yeah, shout out to Toni Morrison. Yeah, yeah, just big shout out to her. Um, I wish that I could have, had a pull quote from her during all this 1619 mess because she would just oh, know she, ex- she would know exactly what to say yeah. in the fewest words yes to just silence it, them yeah. <laughs> just truly just make them quake just, like, not, like, not only that but like just put some shit into perspective yeah you know right. like this is when we need like our like our elder statesmen here exactly you know states people yeah you know that wisdom is exactly what we need whenever shit gets like it gets uncomfortable like that's yeah. that's what I just I, I don't want to hear anything else from anybody that is a clergyman in or like a state representative from no, Kentucky no. I want to hear from I like mean, our elder yeah, black the, the, representatives the, the, that lived through even just some of this time that yeah. we like talk about that feels so distant but wasn't yeah you know yeah. like anytime John Lewis says something about stuff like this I'm like Oh, anytime Angela Davis comes out of whatever smokehouse she is like (laughs) meditating in to say something, I'm like, thank you. And Toni Morrison was the same way, like, Mm. because she wasn't just a writer. Like, her interviews are almost like more recognizable than her books to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like, just seeing her in interviews with like that Charlie Rose interview is just so. You know, she just knew what to say. Like nobody else did and does, you know. Yeah, that's that's, that's how it was when uh, my Angela passed. Right. And, yeah, yeah. 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 It's it's hard when you lose those people. Yeah. And it's and it's even more strange to think about how we keep managing later on because it's like, who is like what's what's next? You right. Know? Like, who is who is here now that's could potentially fill in that void for. I think the thing that's encouraging is that there's so many. It almost feels yeah. like we don't have one because there are so, there were many, so many of them. Yeah. And like yeah. at that time, like there were people who took that on to be that thing, mm. you know? And now there are so many people taking that on that we have so many. Because yeah. like I say, like, who is it? But then I'm like, oh, what? I can name like 15 people that are like <laughs> oh, rising to that. Yeah. 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 And like just encouraging. Bear Jenkins is, right. he's, yeah. he's already building himself up to be, you know. Doing it. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, well, Many shouts out to Barry Jenkins today. You know, thanks for, thanks for being there for us, man. Yeah. All right. So who? All right. So we're rounding out each of our episodes with this week's that girl. Um, just to shout out uh, a lady, a woman, a girl, anybody really that is just doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to know if the person who made this Popeye's chicken sandwich is a woman. <laughs> because if it is, it's her. <laughs> if it's it's absolutely her. Who um, was standing there telling us about her family uh, recipes for years as some random stock footage <laughs> right. of a teenager flipping chicken yeah. is the lady who yeah. came up with this chicken. Um, Regardless. I, yeah. I will get back to you all on that, but yeah. mine for sure is 
and this is just once again the power of marketing cannot make me do something I don't want to do already. I am already predisposed to want to watch things. And something I am predisposed to is anything that Olivia Coleman is in from now on. Right. I have never, ever wanted to watch anything with the Royals, but they released this, like, 20-second teaser of The Crown Season 3 where Olivia Coleman just steps into the crack of a door, almost like she's, like, post-coital and, like, why are you looking in here? That's the look she's giving you in her crown, oh, in her gown. Man. Her crown and, and her gown. Yeah, her crown and her gown. And I, I'm definitely going to watch. I don't know if I'm going to go back and watch season one and two. <laughs> I don't think I need that. No, you don't need Since that. it's like a historical drama, it's like don't essentially it. anything I can watch will just like ultimately be confusing to me either way if I don't already know. Hey, you know? brain blast. Guess what idea I just had? What? We should make a schmoop for TV series. Do people already have that shit? I don't they know. Have that. But like, I feel a like schmoop it, for TV series. In, like, just in age of yeah. streaming, yeah, in age of streaming, you're you know you're at you're at work with your friends, you're around the water cooler. I don't know what people do at work, but <laughs> at real jobs, <laughs> real Kwame job. and I do not have that. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about my finances, right? <laughs> but you know when you're when you're around the the boys at the water cooler, right. the boys, you're talking about the shows. The boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the shows. You haven't seen the show. There's too many shows. So you need to out. look it up. Yeah. yeah, during lunch, and then come back and be like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah." No, uh, let me go hit, yeah, and then now you can talk to the boys. Because there's so much the TV. I think exactly. that's a, a, we're getting off topic, but I think <laughs> that's what's crazy is like I even remember like being younger and being like, "Oh, I can name every show that's on TV right now." Mm. Now that is literally impossible. It's, it, yeah, it's impossible. it's it, it's objectively impossible because mm. there's things there's so many networks now. There are so many. People that were not making original content in terms of narrative shows that are now doing that. Exactly. There are streaming services that have show after show after show. It's just it's crazy. Yeah, it's only so that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that. that yeah. Olivia Coleman is my it's, is my girl this week. This week's that girl. Um, for me, it's going to be Laura Dern because she has continuously done just fucking ape shit material yeah. for the past forever. Yes. Yes. No. So shout out to Laura Dern. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have I, not seen Big Little Lies <laughs> season two yet. I've also haven't finished the first season, but well, everything else that she's done. I would suggest it. stopping after the first season. <laughs> really? We won't talk about it, okay. but yeah, I. Okay. But good. That's a good. I just watched Blue Velvet a couple of days ago, so Laura Dern is certainly in the zeitgeist all the time uh, for some she, reason. She is always on the movement. Yeah, Inland Empire. Go watch that movie. Is she still dating Common? Was she dating? Was she Common? dating Common? Yo. She, you know, she likes the Popeyes chicken biscuit. <laughs> you know she does. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, also, <laughs> I didn't know that Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes were dating. Yo, this they is broke fucking. Up. They broke up, but they've been dating for six years apparently. Oh. <laughs> that was an emotional roller coaster. Right. Right. That was three different punches. Yeah. Katie Holmes, Tom Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Yes. Katie Holmes. She escaped from him. <laughs> from his... She truly, Mission Impossible style, escaped from his relationship. All right, so that is when we'll cue that thing. <laughs> that was too fucking... That was tight. Um, she... Jamie Foxx. Yes. Damn. Who has made one of the only good music biopics that has existed. Yeah. Because yeah. Ray is like the Ray's... only good... Ray, what's love got to do with it? Fuck yes. Uh, the, the Temptations TV. The Temptations. <laughs> it's 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 only it's it's never any of these ones that we've gotten recently. No, no. no. It isn't any of these ones we've gotten recently. 
And like that and Temptations, I forgot about that because it was like, a TV thing, right? It was a TV yeah, thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with just how we can kind of see through a lot of it. Like these are respected people that we're just yeah. kind of trying to make a buck off of. Like, but well, also the thing about the ones that we just talked about is that they were honest. Like they yeah. were honest Very. about the things that Ray went through. They were mm. honest about the things that like um, Tina Turner uh, went through. Yeah. And I think the one the thing about I saw Rocket Man. Okay. And I say that, and I say the word saw very <laughs> literally, as in like I, it you felt like I was it. seeing for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like before, it felt like I was going to pass on <laughs> as I was watching it. Um, oh, I, I think I saw, um, um, what's the, what's the queen one? I think I saw. Oh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. But he, I think I saw that movie, but it was cutting so frequently that I'm not sure. <laughs> it felt like I was blinking every second. That movie won best editing. That it it did. It won best editing. It won an award. <laughs> it won <laughs> any award. <laughs> um, uh, I will not see Yesterday, even though I think Lily James is going to be the next thing. Next I thing, think she yeah. is definitely going to be one of those people that matters very soon. And I and I love Danny Boyle, but yeah. boy, you need to chill out. Right. You, um, did, you gave us 28 Ed, Days Later. Ed Sheeran is in it. Yeah. Which, also, fun fact, he is the top streaming artist on Spotify. Did you know that shit? No. That, that makes sense. My... I think that tracks, but I'm not sure. I'm not, it, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like how they talk about how Donald Trump being president is like revealing where we are i think ed sheeran being the number one streaming artist on spotify reveals where we are you're right <laughs> do you know what do you know what that says to me as well though we uh black people kind of gave rap away you know they say that rap is the zeitgeist currently sure at this point a lot of those artists are starting to go down in streaming numbers i'm starting to see a little bit of a reversal and i don't yeah. know if yeah, more, more is more, more is gonna be revealed on that. No, that's that's all. I'm Ed Sheeran is for people who and Ed Sheeran like has kind of adopted a lot of that shit. Yeah, sure. I think Ed Sheeran is for people who like to not be sure of seven out of ten words in any sentence that they're listening to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just let it glaze. Yeah, over. it's like I think that he's saying something romantic, but also he could be talking about like shepherd's pie, and I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know the <laughs> I truly wouldn't know. Um, because there is oh. a looped rhythm playing underneath. Um, and I did not mean to talk about men after I talked about Laura Dern and Olivia Coleman, but, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we kind of kind of um, that one. My bad. My no, bad it, it, we things inspire other things. We, we had to discuss them. Um, yeah. This is just a preface. Nicole Kidman will be mine at least For, five out of fifty-two of the weeks of a year. Exactly. Um, just, just if this, if this goes on that many year this week's, but, uh, um, but yeah, so shout out to Olivia Coleman and Laura Dern who are yeah. doing it. Um, an addendum, I would also like to shout out Megan the Stallion. Um, yes, yes, yes. Who, shout out to Megan the, the Stallion. Yeah. Who, uh, I, I don't follow a lot of people that just post videos of twerking, but, um, just because I when I'm on the train and I'm scrolling through my phone, I'm just, I'm self-conscious about people looking at me just like staring at someone twerking. But she did it. something about Megan. She did it. There's something about Megan. There's something about her. Um, Truly. So 
thanks for listening. This was I, this was really fun. Was I had fun. a lot of fun doing this. So um, let us know who your girls are this week. Um, yeah, thanks. Oh, and go read the uh, sixteen nineteen. Yeah, go yeah go read sixteen nineteen. Yeah. It's there's a whole PDF. Someone made like a that part of the package that they released is like the 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 pieces, but then also like a curriculum so teachers can like t- make it part of their coursework, which is really oh, cool. That's super interesting. Um, so it's online, it's free, and if you don't have a New York Times subscription, just delete your cookies and your history, and then go read your third free article. Exactly. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Fuck capitalism. <laughs> Hell yeah! Shout out to fuck capitalism. <laughs> Bye. Bye.